Hey, what's going on? You're listening to Who Does a Podcast. I am your host, Headphone Joe, and I'm here with my co-host. This is Kyle. And this is Rick. And this and oh this is the show where we review <laughs> rank and dig into the soundtrack of your favorite movies and musicals. This episode we're covering the greatest showman to continue Huge Jackman yes. month. In honor huge, of Huge Jackman. Huge Jack month. Uh this is the greatest show and starting Hugh Jackman, Zach Efron, Zendaya, um Michelle Williams, um, Michelle Williams. Yep. Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah, Rebecca Ferguson. Joe's we'll, favorite we'll get, actress. We'll get to Rebecca Ferguson shortly. Oh, that should be fun. Yeah. Keela Settle. Keela Settle, the bearded uh, lady. Yes, the bearded lady. So the way this movie got made is very interesting. Uh, did you guys see this by chance? Mm. So in 2009, Hugh Jackman hosted the Oscars. Oh, wow. And... The two producers who were in charge of the show said, you know who would he be really good playing? Tim Burton. And so they got one of <laughs> Wait, the writers. What happened? You mean P.T. Barnum? Damn it. Damn Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> I was like, Hold what's on. happening? Right like, Where did it get creepy? Like, hmm. Huh? I'm waiting for the connection. Oh, Famous stage entertainer, <laughs> Tim Burton. P.T. Barnum. Um... <laughs> And they got one of the uh, <laughs> writers. <laughs> one of the writers. I'm not gonna. He looks it. nothing like him either. Um, <laughs> they got one of wow. the uh, writers to one of the writers on the Oscars to like go put together a treatment, and from there she put together the treatment. Then they got two people to write it, and then they got two people to write the music, uh, being Benj Pasek. And uh, what's the other guy's name? The music Justin writers. Paul. So <clears throat> that's how that ended up coming about. Wow. So just the power of Huge Jackman yeah. set it's the huge. wheels in motion. The it's power huge. of Huge Jackman just I mean, it'll happen. set everything in motion. I'm glad you looked that up because I forgot to check the background on this. Because like, we were wondering, like, was it a, was it a stage show? Or did it become a stage show? Yeah, I forgot never, to see if that ever happened. Never was but, on uh, stage. Never no. went to stage. That is okay. Uh, but I am seeing never was has not become okay. a sequel. So I could see that happening on here though. Be hard to do trapeze on uh, Broadway a stage. Sequel? <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing. They tried it with uh, Spider Man. Didn't work out too well. But uh, yeah. A so sequel? what? Tell me about the sequel. A sequel first. coming? How? Oh, okay. okay, I'm just going to read this straight. Uh, in 2019, a sequel for the film was already in development with Hugh Jackman comp- uh, confirmed to reprise his role. However, the sequel future is uncertain after Disney chose to end distribution mm. for Sharon Entertainment Films by 21st Century in early 2020. In September 2020, Hugh Jackman stated that he was still interested in a sequel produced by both companies if they could come to an agreement. I mean, they've already done the greatest. How could they have a sequel? Like, the even more greatest? <laughs> the, the, uh, I don't yeah. know. How's that going to work? And we haven't even said our thoughts on it yet. Like, do we want a sequel? Do we? Well, yeah, do we want a PG find love story between Zac Efron and Zendaya about the racial complexity of everything that's going on? 
I hope so. Um, what what thing I gotta say about this? Are you are you starting with your general thoughts? <laughs> what are we doing here? Because I got a lot to say. <laughs> I'm not starting with my general I got a lot to say about this movie. One thing that was very right. confusing was they never specified the time period. So no. I could I could never really get a grasp of when this was supposed to be taking place because they never specified when it was well, happening. I'll save I'll save my thoughts. Kyle, you look like you have a lot to say, so I'm gonna keep Okay, so we're doing general thoughts now? Yeah, general um, thoughts. Well, I will say I, I looked up if he ever met the Queen, because I'm like, I gotta know if this ever happened. And that was so I did look that up. That was in eighteen forty four that he actually went to England and met Queen Victoria at the time. So that's around what we're de- dealing with here. All right. Uh, I had not seen this before. Uh, I remember when it came out, it made like a ton of money. People said they loved it. People said they hated it. Like I heard everything from love to hate about this thing. Never saw it when it came out. I was scrolling through Disney Plus and I just saw it kind of pop up on there. And I'm like, oh, I think that had original music. Maybe we can cover it for the show. So I threw it on the list. We we connected it to Huge Jackman from uh, Les Miserables, and we said, fuck it, let's cover it. Oh, damn it. We said, hey, let's cover oh, it. God. I'm right out of the gates. Got so it. I watched it, and this is one of the most confusing movies I've ever seen. It's baffling, like, what's happening in this. Like, probably a dozen times I went from hating it to loving it as I watched it. I'm like, this movie sucks. (laughs) This song is fun. I like it now. And I'm like, why is this happening? These characters don't make sense. And I'm like, oh, we're singing and dancing again. I'm having fun. So it's I'm like teetering on the edge of of liking and not liking this movie. I I still don't know as of this record if I like it or not. There's a lot of fun parts. There's a lot of fun music. It's very... um, 2000s poppy like yes. all the songs are like super like they're like radio singles basically yes like the is. production quality on these songs is through the roof it's nuts <laughs> and a lot of them are sung well like it's it's it is great performances it's, it's very fun songs but the poppiness i think leads to them kind of becoming cookie cutter like a lot of them sound mm-hmm. the same they're all doing like the same like Verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, end of the song. And they're all like about loving yourself and celebrating things. (laughs) So the rankings will be interesting. But the movie itself, man, uh, it's a very, very modern lens on this P.T. Barnum story. Uh, For some reason, they've turned him taking advantage of freak shows into <laughs> like a celebration of diversity. That is a great point. And look, I wasn't around in the 1840s. I wasn't around in the 1840s, but I can guarantee that is not what I the freak show was. I don't think that's how it went. I, I thought like they, was like they a bad dude. Rose colored glasses, uh, P.T. Barnum, who by all accounts was like a huge asshole. Yeah, like I swore yeah. he was a bad like, dude. Like they made him the nicest, most uplifting yeah. guy in the world in this movie. Historically, he's a bad dude. But look, I get what they're doing here. They're trying to make the circus fun and all that, but I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about this movie. Okay. I don't know. Sounds it's like It's confusing. Sounds like you're perplexed. Sounds I'm like perplexed, perplexed much like Rick oh. was last week. <laughs> And I like this run we're on where every week someone's just like, what is this? Yes. Yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. Rick, you've seen it least. before, correct? I've seen it before. And 
So I think, Joe, did you see it, Joe? Uh, I have not seen it. No. So maybe you should go first. Uh, no, no, no. I think it'd sure. be better if you go. No, no. Okay. Because Joe had Joe's giving me the I hate this movie. Eye. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's got the he's got the eyebrows. Got the, the eyebrows are up. Like he nodded a few times while I was talking. Yeah. No. So um, relax. No. Overall, I enjoyed the movie. Okay. Um, what I will say is during certain parts of it, even though I did the same thing I did the first time, where I stopped and started trying to look things up to see mm-hmm. hold on is this accurate who is this guy yeah i had to take a couple <laughs> um, notes on that yeah i was but, like i gotta figure this out later overall i still i enjoyed it just based on knowing how long in the past it was and why like race was such a big thing like knowing that it was happening in the 1800 sometime um yeah race is kind of a big deal back then um but I just like certain aspects, the music, the dancing, the opening scene, like yeah. when it started and Hugh There's Jackman fun was stuff, hitting those poses sure. and they were yeah. stomping. I was like, oh, shit. the horses are stomping yeah, like, in time. Oh. Like It's very fun. Um, and there's something I like about the beginning and something I like about the end. Mm. I'll let Joe talk before I say it, just in case neither one of you caught it. Um, okay. But overall, no, um, hmm. I still enjoyed the movie. Um, not as much as Les Mis and way more than South Park. <laughs> I hope not as much. <laughs> Quite as a um, but no, hey, I we'll can, do our rankings. In I can understand. Oh, that I'm, I'm actually going to decide to rank them as I see them because it'll make it so much rank easier. For this oh, I'm, I'm doing it as I go, but uh, on my own, I don't want to yeah. say who oh, better we were only done three do so far yeah. so what? yeah are you guys yeah. talking about yeah. the songs yeah. it's like, easy to yeah it's easy to do with three. it's easy to oh, do oh, three. you're talking about the movies at the end okay <laughs> we're not doing like, it now um, <laughs> I no i actually enjoyed i enjoyed a lot of characters show. i enjoyed thinking about the time that it came out like around what year and everything that was going on in the world you can see why so many of the songs were about empowerment um, just based on the times we were living in, we're still living in them now, but when they were first hitting grassroots with certain, with the, um, same sex marriages, things like that, the transgender thing, um, you can hear yeah. why people are that saying, a breakthrough love yourself. Don't matter if you're weird, like just fight for each other, whatever they were saying. But, um, no, overall, um, a big fan of many characters. Um, okay. Can okay. I go now? Yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, you guys are actually wrong. I like this movie. Really? I said I liked it too. Your facial expressions threw me off. Yeah, what no, do you mean? No, I Rick, said, saying, Rick said he liked it. I wasn't saying that he didn't. Oh, like, we're wrong about you. Oh, okay. okay. Not wrong about you your guys readings. were saying I was making the faces yeah. and whatnot. No, I was just oh, keying in on some <laughs> of the things you. that I Rick was saying. And he kept saying, um, he kept referring to knowing the time in which this was taking place. I did not know when this was taking place. Like I said before. So in my the whole time, I'm thinking this is like the turn of the century in like early 1900s. I don't know when P.T. Barnum was around. Yeah, I have no idea. So when the people start lining up and it's like a small person, dog man, bearded lady, Tattoo tall guy. guy, tall guy, uh, <laughs> fat guy, <laughs> exactly. And then 
black people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what kind of shit? <laughs> like the whole that thing was, was uh, being black. Like did it yeah. explain why that was? It's an like issue? Hmm. <laughs> this so, is pre-Civil War, by the way. Yeah, that would be if it's great. the eighteen forties. That would yeah. be great information to know. Cause I'm thinking it's the nineteen twenty. It's like the fucking whole, whole <laughs> Renaissance is going on. Like what are we doing? Like this is makes no sense to me whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. So, oh boy. So outside of that, um, I liked the movie. I thought it was enjoyable. <laughs> and really, my biggest issue is it that my biggest issue with it was that it was PG. Like it was very. I don't want to say generic, but it was very simplistic. Not simplistic, mm. but it was surface. They didn't really go deep into some of the things that I thought they should have. They kept everything really positive. Everything was all above board. And they made it for a wide audience to catch the biggest net so kids can see it. Parents could take their children to see it. Like there was there was places to for it to have biting commentary. And it really kind of averted some of that or it gave you a pastiche. It just gave you the best version um, of what So it was made for want. church people, you're saying, and Disney. Uh, well, it made a ton of banks, so so I mean, there being was no made curse for a wide audience. The fighting. Oh. I mean, yeah, it was made. It was made for yeah, everyone PG to go see. Come on. Like, yeah, they wanted everyone to watch it, no matter what color, yeah. creed, whatever. Just go watch a movie, have a good time. Whether you have a beard, beard or not, big, tall, small, large, <laughs> medium, you know. Um, I guess. I mean, that's uh, it for my review, but. How did you guys feel about Zach Efron and his relationship? The Hammonds and there's nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> they only have a relationship because they're the only two young hot people I mean, in the movie. So it was, it's like, okay, I guess no, we like each I, other. I can't say that. <laughs> That's the That's basis it. of the entire relationship. I mean, oh yeah, it's, it's just, like I said, it's a it's a baffling movie. He sees her, he thinks she's pretty, and then next thing you know, they're in this whirlwind romance yeah. where it's a will he won't they situation. Okay. No. Um no, actually they tried to show the background scenes of it, but didn't you watch Les Miserables? Didn't you watch uh what was that movie? Not Greece, but Rent? Yeah, it's a classic love at yeah. first sight thing. It's yeah, a, it's a movie, the movie thing. with yeah, the exactly. guy and the they, they, yeah, well, what about the movie with uh what the hell is the name? Well, Les Mis was at least here's the thing. Les Mis was written in the 1800s. This that's takes right. place in the 1800s. What about what's the, There's a difference. the America song? The other uh West Side Story. Oh, West Side Story. Dude saw the girl and ran to a building and started singing in the alley. With the difference between Les Mis and uh, Rent with the situation is... Not, no, Rent was no, not... He, he was saying West Side Story. West Side Story. Yeah, not, okay, West Side Les Story. Mis. Either Les way, Mis. there is a, an immediate interaction where you see both people are interested. In this, he sees her, she walks away, and we then next time we see them, saw them talk love. to each other in Les Mis. Because the they passed one they had letter. Correspondence? No, they, they eventually they went letters. and saw each other. You mean that ten second? They, they passed one letter, they had, had a, a thirty second conversation, together. then Daddy called. They had a whole song together. Daddy's calling. We saw them go to dinner or to the theater. But 
but the this theater there there's the holding hand moment and that's the first time we know that she's interested and now she's Rick again interested <clears throat> this was written in like 2012 like you that just doesn't work anymore. there had to be more there there like there just wasn't a lot of meat on the bone he obviously is infatuated with her she doesn't show anything but they the sang that song it was because of the song you know they they they, they, that was they, they, well they said after their feelings. That was well after. The like they said they, by they, then we the already song. know she's in but into him to some degree, but they've never shown it on screen until the hand holding moment. He wore her down. He literally said it in his song. I don't know. He wore that. her down. Yeah, don't know. <laughs> that's that's the that's the message we want to see. Uh, I got that, Kyle. Yeah. Go. <laughs> I mean, that's my biggest they, issues is with this movie is everything, everything is so generic and like everything is so generic. Everything pop, is so pop culture y. Like, yeah, it's just I think it was so much focused the on the most Pete basic Lombardum story that it but was like, hard what, to flush other people out within a certain time really, frame. He doesn't even really do anything. Like everyone else, does no, stuff. he does a lot. Don't say he doesn't do anything. PT does everything. PT, I mean, he he started a whole circus. He then gets Jenny Lind. What does he do though? Like his kids have all the good ideas that he steals the ideas from. That is, that's what parents everyone do. else tells him where the freaks are. He doesn't even find the freaks. No, no he, he wrote. No, he, he wrote. Was. He found the first one and, and then he put it in the flyer. Yeah, he didn't find then, the bearded ladies. He so tell him he did find the bearded no, lady. No. What are you talking about? He went to <laughs> go hear the bearded lady. He was no, no. But someone said, "I know where to find." No, one. someone said, "Go to this place." And he went yeah. there and he heard the singing and he was like, "Also, but oh, he had to know this was talent, He was very obviously. douchey in so many. Can you just shave? You could, <laughs> but there's a uh, condition called that uh, PCOS that women then develop facial hair. They have too much testosterone testosterone so they develop these things so the more they shave the thicker and harder it will grow now yeah she could shave every day but uh, no, let's uh that that's a myth by the way if you shave it doesn't come no. back faster and no no but just the fact that it's gonna grow so the same way when you shave you have your outline of a beard they'll have that same shadow so it's not like they can shave it or wax it and it's like ah oh, nothing's there no when that, get that that, i get that but i'm saying like the myth of you shave it and it goes no. back thicker i've tried to uh like that. grow this grow teeth forever. but again exactly. but we're not gonna go if, there if, again is that, that is a episode. is a shadow worse than a full-on beard I mean, if maybe, she's that ashamed she and has to hide in the remember the time hideaway. maybe they didn't have razors like that yeah, maybe it was an accessible. No one needed, shaved in the Maybe she needed one of those. P.T. Barnum had not a speck of facial hair on him. You know, he had that baby face. He's so <laughs> smooth. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he was a, he ended up being a huckster, a shikester. A huckster? Um, What's a huckster? A moving a shaker. Okay, uh, I didn't know that was a word. Hustler. A hustler. A hustler. Yeah. Oh, you said huckster. I was like, okay. The, the you're talking about that guy we don't talk about anymore? version of huckster, uh, hustler. Um, Huxable? <laughs> you got it. <laughs> I didn't I say that it. That's what Ray. Oh, I didn't say I it. Goodness gracious. But it's a, it's a name. The, my it biggest, is so many other people. My biggest issue was he betrayed his people, man. Like the freaks? that was the thing that killed me. Like when Carlisle 
when Carlisle comes, uh, when Jenny Lind is performing, he's like, hey, where do you want everybody to sit? Do you want them to sit in your box? Or blah, 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 blah. And he responds with like, oh, no, my box is a little too Standard visual. Go, go have him stand in the byway or go have him stand in the room only. And then right after that, uh, when they try to get into the champagne room, he's like, uh-uh, champagne no, room. no, 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 can't come no in here. No freaks in the champagne room. No freaks in the champagne room. No freaks in the champagne room. He was right. consumed with like Jenny Lind. better. He was well, consumed with not green. The, no, I'm saying, but Lind. her leading to the respect of like <laughs> yeah, the legitimacy. He was looking yeah, for exactly. legitimacy. Yep. In the in the but he literally talked about and, it in his monologue towards the end, his little soliloquy where he was like, you know, and his wife was right. You're just chasing this thing, but you have everything you want in front of you. Yeah, I mean, but he, he eventually realized like, nothing was but, enough. He needed to hit that next thing. <laughs> But yeah, got a lot of Hamilton references in this. (laughs) There was a lot for him to get through before he got to that. Uh, Oh, no! The movie needed some kind of conflict. That's all. The movie needed conflict, and the conflict was him turning on what got him there, and then by the end, he had to come back. The people paying to go beat up the freaks and then burn the place down. Like Oof, there was a lot of townspeople. There was a lot of yeah, the townspeople. I mean, they were they those townspeople <laughs> were mad for like months. Like, they never they life. never settled down. <laughs> like they were at a ten. They were at a ten for weeks on they end. It was like they no can't take chill. a break. How are they this mad for so long? They were all, like like oh by the time goodness. the um, there's the the tightrope sequence when uh. PT's off with Jenny Lynn doing the tour, but they're still doing the show back home. And there's still, and this is like an hour, over an hour in, and there's still people in the audience like chucking stuff, like screaming. I'm like, they're relentless. still mad. They were relentless. They've it been was mad insane. for so long. It's very funny. <laughs> yeah, there were a few things that I was kind of like, eh, iffy about, like the whole Jenny Lynn situation. Like, I had an inkling that that may have become a thing, but I thought he was going to do it. I didn't think she was going to do it. I kind of had an issue when they made her do it in the film. Yeah. I didn't really love that. No. Apparently, she was a real person. Yeah, she was a real person. It was. Yeah. Right. They were a real. Everything that happened with them happened nice. to an extent. Up, up minus that. No, he okay. toured with her. He paid her $1,000 every yeah. show. Yeah, he, he mm. brokered some deal where he he ended up making like the uh, he made like f- f- uh, five thousand five hundred thousand dollars and then she made like thirty thousand no. dollars she made the equivalent of eleven million dollars no he made the equivalent of fifth sixteen it, she had the richest contract ever at, for that time I swore I read she got like not with it, it, if you broke it down, she got like thirty thousand. I, I believe she had a very good deal, but I mean, I read when she he, when he brought her over that she thought she was getting X amount. She saw all the promotion and everything he put behind it, and so then she asked for more money. He gave her more money, but still, it was not comparable to him whatsoever and he walked away with a huge bulk mm-hmm. of the money she walked away with a boatload as well though i read her wiki page that's why i read her wiki but page a smaller well. boat a much smaller boat. <laughs> well, let me, let me, Wait, is this the, is this the wiki portion of the episode this is the battle of battle. the wikis yes battle of the wikis yes 
Well, maybe one of you is looking at P.T. Barnum's and the other's looking at Okay, Jimmy. okay. She, I, I got oh. it wrong. I got it a little confused. She ended up getting 350000 He got 500000 which was the equivalent of 16 which was, in 2021. So the 11 number you're giving yeah, is about that's right. Saying. Yeah. So, I mean, that's uh, not that huge of a gap. I mean, not that huge of a gap. The dude foot in the bill, you know. Yeah, because uh, he brought her do? to America. The whole name, the whatever nightingale, all that Swedish was nightingale. What they called her the Swedish nightingale. So yeah. all that was real. Yeah, was she Swedish? She was Swedish. She sounded and British as hell. In all the movie. her that's yeah another thing in the movie. I'll get to Swedish opera Rebecca scene. Ferguson in a second. Um, but all her money she ended up giving to like a bulk of it at least a, a big part, portion of it to charity. That was a legitimate thing that she talked yeah, about. Yeah, they in the put movie that in the movie too yeah. as well. Hmm. But he was just there for the cash. He didn't want nothing else. Yeah, yeah, of course. So. Anything we need to get to now before we move on to the ranking portion? Um, oh, I always forget that Zach Efron was in High School Musical and can actually sing. <laughs> I've never so. seen High School Musical. <laughs> Nor have I. I've never seen it either. But like, but thinking back, I'm like, oh yeah, he's he's uh, he did that since he was a kid. So yeah, this guy's like, like that. I always have to thing. be reminded. Yeah. The first thing I remember him in was like Seventeen again. That was after right. High School and. Yeah, I never heard any like the high school musical thing like just blew my mind. Time. Like, what the hell? But um, so the first the opening song, <laughs> okay. you guys you guys understood that right? The opening song, the greatest the, show, the greatest yeah. show. What do you mean? I understood it. Like when you watched it, like you understood like how it opened and ended with the same song. Yes. Yeah, I just want to make sure you guys were on it. <laughs> what? That was your big that, mystery. That, that was the reveal. That was the yes. Reveal. I realized at the end of the movie. Oh, <laughs> the same they're still doing they, that they song. They paused it when he did the flashback, and they picked it right back up. I was like, Oh, that was weird. Like, what? What was with the flashback? That was very strange. Uh, he was looking I, at his life really, up to that point, like really how he got off. to that point where he can now mm, be so. this person who can ride an elephant down. So the entire movie is a flashback. The, yeah. Yeah, the entire movie's a flashback up to that ending where he finally feels like, okay, I'm I'm doing it the right way. I'm doing it with the family. I this is what I need to be successful. I don't you know need what? these millions. I don't need these tours. I, right. I don't need these other things because what he wanted, and literally his wife said it the whole movie. Um, what he what he wanted was right in front of him, but he kept chasing after. Everything what other wants. people? No, Girl. not even what other people. What he is more or less that Everything feeling of Kyle. you're poor. So <laughs> I'm going to keep talking. You can do that shit stuff. So I'm trying to keep it PG since this was a PG movie. <laughs> I already, I already, I already. Yeah, Kyle already ruined <laughs> the um, But no, it's just the concept of at that moment he finally realized this is all I need because everything was working up to there. Because he basically felt like no matter how rich he made it, how much he made it. Other people were still looking down on him because he didn't make it like they made it. Mm, right. He's new money. He's new money. They're old money. So he's constantly trying to His get kids their smell approval. Like that was funny. Though. <laughs> <laughs> what an insult. That, that, was was an insult insult. <laughs> that was a very good insult. But I, I looked at it a little differently. I, I never knew anyone whose dad was a... <laughs> I didn't think of it as, um, and I mean, your perspective on it is pretty interesting. I didn't look at it as a flashback. I thought it was more of a flash forward where um, 
he's the adult version and then it goes to the kid version looking at the suit in the window i thought he was looking at what he was aspiring towards like in that entire first sequence everything like around him is more or less dimly lit like we're not actually seeing the crowd we're not actually seeing a lot of the extra things going on so it's not it's more or less him saying like i don't know what i want to be but i know i want to be like the center stage i want to i want to be something that people come to see i want to be like an icon more or less for the time period i I thought it was more so foreshadowing than looking back i didn't i i took it as uh what he was projecting onto the suit that he was looking at in the window more so than the old man looking Mm -hmm back at his younger self and his life up to that point oh no so i, I can see it either way honestly yeah i can see it either but way. when you when they showed me his shoes because he went into a tailor shop to get threads so he he wasn't allowed in his dad wasn't there shopping so he's watching he's looking at this thing like we're making this stuff for other people yeah. but we can't even wear it yeah i mean that's a good point so it was like oh um <laughs> the last oh. thing did you guys? I feel like we're I talking assume. way too long. About this <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of this movie, it's a good movie. <laughs> it's the greatest show, man. It's not a good. Movie. It's okay. Good movie. Yeah, better than perplexing. <laughs> it's baffling. I was, I was wondering, did you guys look into his history whatsoever? Because this movie, it's completely fabricated. They, he did not. I'm happy they didn't promote it as a biopic or anything like that because he did not come from hard scrabble. He was he had like he he right. owned his own Mary company, Rich. I believe. Like they the backstory they gave him for you to like this character and build upon with this character was completely different. Like the starting of the circus is all out of order. Like he originally went to England, then came back with Jenny Lynn. Then he started the rest of the circus. So they completely did everything out of oh, order. Oh wow. Yeah. It's the complete opposite in the movie. Yeah. It's the complete it's opposite. It's like the queen calls him to court because she heard about his great circus and it's the other way. Yeah, he had like this one character that he's barnstorming mm-hmm. around with and then he That's goes crazy. to England, gets makes a deal with Jenny Lynn, comes back and then has all But he did go broke at one point and all that other stuff. So Yeah, eventually. They just cut in pe- they weave pieces. I was they moved a lot of things around like he became the mayor of some city in Connecticut. Like he was he was not this Grabbing by the bootstraps. That's guy, another so. uh, <laughs> another Hugh Jackman character who becomes mayor. That's interesting. That's a good point. <laughs> also, did you notice when he was a kid, he was stealing bread? He was. I did not notice that. Yep. He was stealing bread. And he got beat with the bread, and the lady gave him an apple. He did get beat with the bread. <laughs> and then that uh, Snow White-looking witch lady gave him an apple. <laughs> That's one way to say it. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, we never ate. For the rankings. That fork is not. How do we measure? Where do we stand? At number one, two, three, Number seven, does this bother you? So in 30th place. So what do you want to see the most? All righty. So 
I think we're going to switch it up here. And we're going to go Kyle, Rick, and then me. So, Kyle, you are up All first. All right, so there are 11 songs on the soundtrack. We finally have a soundtrack that has a number of songs we can <laughs> work off of. And uh, we're going to go 11 to 6 and then do our top five. So, number 11, Never Enough Reprise. Number 10, probably not shocking, A Million Dreams Reprise. <laughs> All right, number nine, getting to the meat of things. This is me. Number eight, come alive. Number seven, never enough non reprise. And number six, from now on. All right. All right, let's go with Rick. Rick, you're 11 to six. So- I didn't really describe where those were. Are we still doing that? Should uh, we should, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. This is me is the big uh, bearded lady song where all the freaks are like, "Yay, uh, yeah, come that's alive!" Where get kicked out yeah. of the champagne room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's the big. Actually, it was nominated for an Oscar. Uh, really? Come alive is, the wrong song is where he. Yep. Yeah, see, there are three, uh, two songs nominated, but hey. really, oh, there were two. That yeah. doesn't Oscar sound right. Okay, there was just okay. <laughs> I don't think they usually do two for the same movie. Uh, I don't really remember when Come Alive happens. It's kind of when he's like, hey, uh, let's that's make when a he's circus. Rounding yeah. up that's the when freaks. he's putting them all together. Yeah, he's yeah. basically, yeah, he's, he's, he's creating rounding a circus. The uh, Never Enough is the big Jenny Lynn song, and From Now oh. On is the finale song. Hmm? What do you look? What happened? The last thing I had to say on Rebecca Ferguson. She Rebecca did Ferguson. not she perform her own songs. <laughs> no. Uh, let me look up real quick. I forget where it is. Lauren Allred. Lauren Allred is the singing voice. Yes. 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 And also, the young uh, Barnum didn't do oh, his own really? singing. He didn't? No. It was uh, somebody with a VV or a ZZ. I can't remember. Ziv Zafman. Ziv Zafman. Okay, so Ellis Rubin played young Barnum. Ziv Zafman did the singing voice. Wow. I got to figure okay. out what that kid's doing with his life now. Why yeah. So. All right. Uh, yeah, from now on is the finale song that's before the finale of the opening song. If that makes before sense. Before. That was interesting. I thought when it came back at the end, I thought it was. The reprise of the original, the opening song. Again, remember, then, like when I you get said, to the soundtrack, it's not so a all reprise right, or Rick, anything. Rick, right? So it was very interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah. They kind of just split it. They in half. split it. That's why I yeah. Told you, yeah. Like, it was the. That's why you knew it was a. I felt like you should remember know the it was remember a Rick's mystery that, that he was talking about. Yeah, but I, I mean, flashback or not, it's just it's weird that they didn't break it. If up you're watching the, the movie, you can see that it kind of fades the same way he does. Yeah, and then it picks up at that part. Not necessarily. It live again that's before not. he runs to Zac Efron. They don't start the number all the way back from the beginning. They don't start it from the beginning, but they don't start it from the same point as well. It starts with him in the in the ring. It oh God, does not matter. start with him in the ring. Where does it start with him at? On the he side? He starts like running into the middle of the ring like with the he's elephants. He's in the ring. That's he's the not, ring. He's not I ain't in saying he's the standing ring. on top of the 
he's not whatever the hell that thing is they he's stand not on. in the ring he's running into the ring with the elephants man like they're charging Fuck back it. into the ring oh jesus <laughs> guy it is up to me i'm right you're wrong number 11 i think kyle got it right with the never enough reprise oh yeah oh, of course I number 10 he also got right with a million a million <laughs> dreams reprise Number nine, he got wrong from now on. All right, we can, we can, we don't have to say when I'm wrong. We can just talk about when I'm right. Number eight. What'd you, wait, what'd you say for nine? Sorry. From now on. Ah, there we go. <laughs> Number eight, the other side. Um, Interesting. That's that Zach Efron piece. It was very talky. That was, yeah, it's him and Efron. Yeah. I love it. Bar agree, agreeing to partner. Yes, but very talky. Number seven. The Greatest Show. Mm. And number six, It Wasn't Enough. Never Enough. This was one of those songs that was, uh, it was just so much more impactful watching it versus listening to it on the soundtrack. Mm. Um, okay. I can agree with it, it that. Didn't, yeah. It didn't feel the same when I listened to it, no matter how many times I did. Well, all right. Now... For the right list, um, I'll pull it up here. So, congratulations, you both are right. Uh, number 11, <laughs> never enough. We met. I mean, that's our only two matches coming up. <laughs> I was like, which one goes over which one? Never enough. You know, I like the singing of the two girls. So, number 10. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't even waiting for you to say that. Reprise. <laughs> um, but I guess my number nine may be a little divisive mm. because Uh-oh. neither one of you guys have this up yet. So number nine, Tightrope. Oh, wow. This is Michelle okay. Williams' song. Um, his wife as P.T. Barnum is away. She's with the kids and everything. My issue with this song, uh, you know what? I'll, I'm away. Yeah, we got, <laughs> we, we got, time. We got time. Let's, let's, let's finish. This. Um, number eight, come alive. This is where he's rounding up the troops. Uh, number seven, from now on. This is at the end when he's in the bar and commiserating with his friends and whatnot. Um, number six, <laughs> hey dummy. Another one that may be divisive. A million dreams. Ooh. A million dreams. And <clears throat> a million dreams right, is so a song where a young man yes. turns into huge jack. It starts with them yeah. as kids. They grow up. Yes. Start writing letters to each other. Him and his wife, Michelle Williams. <laughs> Does she have a name? Uh, Charity. Charity. Yeah, Charity. I forgot her name. Yes, Charity. Charity. Whoops. The yeah, they ended up having four uh, kids right. in real life. They did. That's way too yeah. many. So back to tightrope. <laughs> so you were about to say something about tightrope. Yeah. Yes, tightrope. Um, my issue with tightrope, and it's given that everything Kyle has said about kind of the song sounding similar, uh, it's the one song that felt like, like they mailed it in, but... Not melded in, but like it was paint by numbers. This like, is the the one, the only not, one. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, hang on. Uh, <laughs> this is the one that felt paint by numbers. It's like, oh, the wife character. I, needs I a agree song. with that. Yeah, 
he's away and she's it felt like kids, we, yeah it felt like well like, this is the part of the movie right, where the she's sad and she's where she has yeah. to finally say I, I definitely know what you mean by that the kids were sad too it was it was just that moment where like hey you know the wife character needs to say something at some point it's like okay this mm-hmm. is where her standalone part is and she but can I think explain the song how she feels is better than those trappings though uh, the song was a good song so I think you have to explain yourself more than we have to explain ourselves. Well, <laughs> that's that's the thing here. I like all the songs. Mm. All, this was a hard one to rank because I did like all the songs. They all have a catchy quality. They all have a pop quality that is nothing wrong with it. But this was just the bottom yeah, of I, the songs. I, I had a tough time ranking for the opposite reason <laughs> because... Well, there's some I like, and like I said, like watching the movie, they're fun sequences. But listening to the soundtrack, there's like five of these that are just like interchangeable. Yeah, yeah. like they're the same. Like, I love myself. Like that kind of like it's like every single song, and that's why this is me is last. It's like it's another one of those. Well, this is the part of the movie where the people that are wronged are gonna rise up and say we're not going to take it and we're actually good. We're like that's, it's it. so, so generic. It sounds like a pink song. It's like, wait, oh wait, don't, don't do that to uh, pink. That's not this week. Pink is, she's fine. Pink, right. hey, pink is great. Pink is also for Philadelphia. This week is not around, the, so we're yeah, not going to do that. To trash it's, Philadelphia not, celebrities. Yeah. I didn't, not, honestly, I did not know she was from Philadelphia. Yeah, she's from, I think she's from Philadelphia. I wouldn't have said anything if I, if I knew. Look this up. I'm going to find out right she's now. She's an Eagles fan, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Uh, pink uh, singer, songwriter. Pink. Doyle's nope, Town. That's pink. Who's Township? Pink Pantheris? Pennsylvania? Oh, Doyle's Town. Yeah. That's like 20 minutes for me. Really? Like okay, so boom. Where I sit right now. Uh, okay, then Pink is great. She's she's amazing. There's a new album coming out. 2023. Yeah. Look, I'm not saying she's bad. I'm just saying if you're going to write a song. Next week. Don't write a copy of a popular pop star. Like, And that's what most of these are. Yeah, is, I can see that. I agree. Okay. I, had a, uh, I had a lot of Justin Timberlake feels. I was like, "Ooh, Jessica yeah. wrote this song." <laughs> there's some, there's some Maroon Five in here. Yep. There's like so much of that, and that's what irked me. <laughs> I like a good pop song. They, I like a good pop song. There were a couple of good <laughs> pop songs. I like a duet. I like kids. So singing. from from now on was the only other one we all had in our bottom, and I think it's just like yeah. by that point we've heard it all. Like, yeah, and the beginning, the beginning kind of drags. The beginning's a little slow build, so that kind of knocked yeah, it down a few. There's not much going on. Yeah, there's better ensemble songs. There certainly is better ensemble songs to be. Yes, I mean I had it six. It's not like I hated it. Yeah, I mean seven for me. I so had it it's nine, not like and I really like these soundtracks. <laughs> Yeah. A million dreams. You both have not said it. Of course, it. Not. we have not. Um, I just wanted to say. Uh, well, let's thing. just save it. We're gonna say We're it anyway. Yeah. I know, but I just like want we get to ours. Right, no, eager, no. I just want. I was just gonna say that he can't, he can't help it himself. just <laughs> fell out of. It just <laughs> fell out of my top five uh, okay, at the last number second. six. Gotcha. All right, got it, got it, got it. I understand. All right, my top five. Kyle, go. go ahead. Number five. Rewrite the stars. This is the Zac Efron Zendaya love song, which still 
yeah. baffles all of us. <laughs> Number four, tightrope, aforementioned. Uh, I don't know. I just liked it. I think it's because it's different enough that it stands out from all the other like poppy stuff that I liked it. Uh, and Michelle Williams did great. Number three, The Greatest Show. This is the opening and closing song that Rick uh, thought would trip us up. Mm. Number two. <laughs> kind of did, but I hear you. Did not. No. Yeah, well, from the movie standpoint. Did it not. confused us with the flashbacks slash foreshadow. Number two. A million dreams. And number one, the other side. Mm. Mm. I liked it. That's good. I, Even I though it had like a lot number of talking one. elements. Don't matter. It was a fun they were song. Be- the talking, Rick, the talking elements oh, were no, better no. than the singing elements of the other songs. I was the talking. Kept, like I said, up to what, 10 minutes before we started, I was still re ranking my re ranks from this morning. So in yesterday, yeah, so. one and two for me, one and two were the only ones that could have been number one. Yeah, okay. I really liked a million dreams, and we're not, we are not far off. Coming right. in at number five, let's do it. <clears throat> Come alive. Number four, tight rope. Ooh, look at that. Number three, this is me. Number two. A million dreams, and number one. Oh wait! Rewrite the stars. Wow! Wow! Yes, Rewrite I the like stars the uh, dichotomy one. of the lyrics. Um, it was very tough song, but beautiful, as you mm. can see both perspectives since they were both living in different worlds. So, <laughs> sucker for a duet. And those, oh, those two sound great together. They I do. will say that. They they do. Do. It's so almost they like they were putting an incubator professional to just like child say, uh, like they were child stars yeah. foster their <laughs> talents like and whatnot and like just created in a, a factory like to this be eventually <laughs> would come about. It's almost stars. like they were put in a place to hone their skills <laughs> until the right moment and then boom. Yeah, know? exactly. I know. Made to be stars, and become from a young more age. even if more only, famous, and if only talented. that were a thing. To, there was know, one famous spot guy talent who had so young. super skills by being in a factory and decided to do straight acting and no singing. That's not you true. know who that is, Ryan Gosling. What? Yep, that's not true. I knew you were thinking Ryan Gosling. He acted in La La. He sung in La La Land. Sang in like a in, factory. What are you talking about? The Mickey Mouse, Mickey Club. Mouse Club. Come on, Kyle. Keep up. Oh, the factory of the... <laughs> Good yeah. Disney factory. Ryan Gosling. I thought you had the hell. I was so completely thrown off. And we just talked about Justin's it. Justin's mom was his guardian. We just talked, we just talked about it. Like, come on, Kyle. Keep up. Eh. Eh. Canadians don't count. All right. So that was Rick's top five. So yes, now it's time for my top five. Number five. Rewrite the stars. Huh. As Rick said, Zach Efron, pretty good in a duet. Number four, another duet, The Other Side. A little back and forth between Hugh and Zach. Rick says it's a talkie. If it's talkie, it's good talk. I like like the pitter-patter between the two guys. I like the back and forth. I mean, Uh, I'm just not seeing it the way way you're seeing it, Rick. uh, And number three. So my top three, not my top three, my two and three were interchangeable, honestly. 
Um, my number one was my number one. But number three, The Greatest Show. It is a undeniable banger. It's a rip-your-face-off banger. It is top to bottom, very good. Number two is This Is Me. Of all the songs that sound alike with the group and, you know, the cast, this was the song that was the best to me. As soon as I heard it, I was like, well, there's my number two song right there. <laughs> and my number one, and I think it's my number one because kind of similar to what Kyle was saying, all these songs kind of sounded alike. So the one that stood oh, no, I know apart what it is now. and sounded so different, uh, it sounded like nothing else. Number one, never oh my enough. God. As soon as I heard it. It was amazing. I was sure. taken away. It's not lyrically great, but the emotion that is invoked with her voice alone as the only instrument, I was like, holy buckets. This is this is amazing. I was wondering how would this woman, not one of the most famous people in the world, then come to find out it wasn't well, that's what I was going to say. How is the other one? So it's like, how is that woman not the most famous person in the world? Simon Cowell acted the same thing in 2022. So never enough. It blew my socks off from the moment it came on. Um, now, did you rate that one based off of the movie or the soundtrack? Uh yeah, I felt like it still held it's up. It's just way too repetitive, even in the it's, even in the soundtrack version. Like I get it. in thirty seconds, I get it, and it just goes on for another three minutes, and I'm like, oh, my I God. don't know, man. It's good, and the reprise, a- the reprise hits in the movie because the lyrics sound so different with the context that she just made this advance towards him, and he was like, nah. And nah, <laughs> and it's a even, great scene when he goes nah, nah. <laughs> and even the first time when it's playing out and the camera is cutting from her to Hugh to Michelle Williams, it's kind of like it's encapsulating right then. Like those lyrics are applying to him, no matter what he gets, no matter how much he gets of it, he's never going to have enough. He's never going to be satisfied. He, he's hey, just going to continue wanting more and more and more of this. Like he didn't fall into that. I, I get your satiating this. I get your reasoning. It just again, it was just too repetitive. I mean, I mean, hey, in the movie own. though, I would have ranked it. I'm shocked. Honestly, one. I'm shocked. It's your number one. Oh, You're shocked that it's my number one. I'm shocked. In the movie, oh, I probably would have ranked it number two. The other side was gonna be top the for other you. Side, it is? And does that mean? Yeah, it's a Kyle rewrite song. the stars is a Rick song. Is that a Rick song? Rewrite the stars. It's kind of a Rick song. It's in the vein of like kind of your Muppets movie song as well. <laughs> so it's not Rick, too here's far the off. There's no nailing down what a Rick song is. I think you're right. I'll I was gonna agree that. with you. It all. <laughs> I was like, I think it is, but no. I, don't I was know. like, I have no idea. My favorite song, still. A Million Dreams and Rewrite. Mm-hmm. I can confidently say I'm not shocked that's in your your top five. Oh, you should not have been. The same way I can say for Kyle, the other side and the greatest show are in his top five. Oh, wow. You knew I'd have greatest show top five. I knew you'd have greatest show. Because is that because of my lines? <laughs> no, not even because of your lines. Not even because of my lines. Just going back to even uh, uh, Lady Miz, like you love undeniable banger. <laughs> I like bangers. Yeah. <laughs> you love a banger. I like bangers. You're right. All right. The most fun ones are gonna. But uh, let's talk about a million dreams because we haven't yet. Um, 
it's long as hell. Like in the movie, it spans, I think, like 15 minutes. Yes. Because they keep cutting it. Yeah, they keep cutting scenes in. Like it's like his whole childhood. What's yeah, up? Like, uh, uh, legitimately, I had to look at the soundtrack to make sure yeah. there wasn't like four versions of this one song. Like there's going to be other songs in it because it's like okay, he's young, well, they, yeah. he's old. <laughs> like he, the kids are at singing least. it. <laughs> I had to make sure there were other songs on the soundtrack because I was getting confused. Like yeah, it's the only like song the only we're gonna song have fifteen gonna minutes have. in. Well, at least the reprise is when the girls sing it uh, at the the very end of that whole very long scene. Uh, but on this, yeah, then there's then there's our kids. But on the soundtrack, it is four and a half minutes. So that is a reason it it wasn't my number one. Um, it's just entirely too long. But it stayed my number two just because I I think it's very good. That's it's a very moving song, right? Even even when Hugh comes in as an adult, it, it merges so well. Yeah. Um, and Michelle Williams kills her little part as well. I think it's no one who sang in that song sounded bad, even though it was yeah, repetitive. Shout, shout out yeah, Zip I was, was going to say shout out Zig Ziglar. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler did great. <laughs> Zip Zafman. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's anything else we haven't really touched on. Oh, you guys love this as me. Um, I don't know that that song just irked me. No, I'd say of all the like ensemble of all the 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 songs like that, it was the best one to me. Like uh, this is me mm-hmm. come alive, and then the second half of from now on, more similar songs than that because I can put in. A million dreams. Honestly, I'd put rewrite the stars in there too. Well, I'm I'm speaking rope. I'm speaking of just like the ensemble cast, like with everybody having a part type of thing. Yeah, yeah. one songs. of those. Yeah, with the the cast well, of greatest type show. of song. Greatest show. Yeah, exactly. So that that's why I had it up there. That song yeah, had the I feels in it too, though. It had the feels of empowerment. Mm. So yeah, it's just. It feels fake. It feels phony. It feels uh, corporate. I, Corporate's a good word. Definitely that's corporate. It's like it's not ge- not genuine. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's like I such mean, a gen- it's such a like manufactured song. Yeah. To like empower yourself. And it's just it's just ugh, it's, it's just like a like, modern day Brillstein song yeah. like hey, let's make a hit for all the kids to enjoy. Yeah, and that's that's what irks me about it. And I'm going to look up Brillstein right now. Yeah, I don't know what that. I don't know what the hell he's talking. About. <laughs> you guys don't know what, what the Brillstein. No, are you going to explain it for us all? Since you said it like that. Oh man, the Brillstein factor. It was like a, a bunch of writers back in the day. It was where they wrote the songs that like your Bing Crosby's oh. and folks would sing, and it was kind of like the template set up for eventually Hitsville and Motown and everything, where you had your writers and then you have your performers, and yeah, they were just churning out songs that. People you know, eventually you know, their own music in Motel? Uh Smokey Robinson. Uh, Stevie Wonder went on to Michael Jackson eventually. Eventually. I don't know if he was still with Motown. <laughs> Real when he scene did that, entertainment but. company. Yeah, it's a it's a whole oh, thing. Learning so based much in on New York. <laughs> There's a lot going on. This is gonna be way longer than I thought it would be. This is gonna be a long episode. Well, I didn't expect you guys to both love it. Uh, like, love, love is a harsh word. Like, like it's not like Loved it. It was his favorite. It's definitely not. Just said it was better than Lemis. Whoa, probably did secretly. 
And now it's time for... Uh, your favorite line. My favorite line. <laughs> How do you pick one, right? And I think one of the sort of lines that resonates most with me is... Alrighty, this is the first time this is ever being done. Uh, it's time for the lines. Uh, it's been a great Kyle, episode. <laughs> it's a phenomenal episode. You don't even know the half of it. Uh, we're going to go Kyle, then Ooh. me, then Rick. So, Kyle. uh, so, okay. No, go ahead and set up your. Oh, I thought. <laughs> so, I'll just say, uh, as I was saying before, so many of these songs are generic pop stuff. So it was difficult for me to pick lines. So after this one, I will explain why I picked it. So I just like that they rhymed little with it'll. <laughs> and every time I heard it, it caught me and I'm like, that's fun. So I picked that as my number three. Alrighty. Well, mine is next. Hey, look, <laughs> I've, I've made my feelings clear. And I don't remember from which song. So we're about to find out now. For years and years, I chased their cheers. A crazy speed of always needing more. But when I stop and see you here, I remember who all this was for. So that was from From Now On, obviously. Um, <laughs> And I th- I'm, I picked the line because he... Phineas. Phineas, Phineas P.T. Barnum. Um, he had been chasing all these things. He had been chasing validation from these people um, for so long that he was blinded by his pursuit. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then his crew eventually of misfit characters eventually came and said, hey, you've been an ass, but... You're our ass. So. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And this helps him come to the realization that what he's been pursuing in this and the validation from these people aren't going to be what make him whole. It's just it's an emptiness because he's just it's a never ending pursuit because these people image of him is never going to change in the way that he wants. As Rick eloquently mentioned earlier. Yes, by proxy of his wife has been saying this repeatedly. So, with that being said, Rick, what is your number three line? Oh, I can tell you it's from the stars. You know I want you (laughs) It's not a secret I try to hide I know you want me so don't keep saying our hands are tied You claim it's not in the cards Fate is pulling you miles away And out of reach from me But you're here in my heart So who can stop me if I decide That you're my destiny Bonus 
Bonus? No bonus? No, you're not oh. getting the bonus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He put like that this all the time for the song. This guy wanted bonus a bonus what? from the end of the song. Not even the next line. From the end of the song, he wanted to add that onto already a 30-second line. It's just, one person is really taking advantage of the story. I kept second. these shorter today. Well, except for my no, my number one's very long. But I was to say one song being long is not an issue. It's when all three of your lines are all hit in thirty seconds. I will say this: my phone. So normally when I do the whole tracking thing, I look at it on my phone. But you don't so do I well. time it. So sometimes I know I'm off, but I send it today. And you don't care. My, I don't. I don't. It doesn't care. But at today all. I wanted to care. But Apple Music was freezing at work, so it never mm-hmm. the timer mm-hmm. never another moved. demerit for Apple. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to count it, and I was like, you know what, this mm-hmm. is taking too long. Joe will figure it out because I trust. Did you. your stopwatch app work on your, this on guy's your re- clock? Yeah, I <laughs> always assumes that I'm going to <laughs> bonus. The bonus again. The bonus is half the, the damn song. Wasn't the, the next song. line? It wasn't the chorus that was coming up. It's the end like, of the yeah. entire song. You wanted me to add but that. I think it to just it. showed like we were wondering like what was his role and how he felt. He was basically saying, Hey, I keep pursuing you, but this but Zendaya's character was like, Hey, I know you come from this other world. Um, don't pursue me. But eventually they they do a little type rope dance or a flying swinging thingy dance. And I was like, Man, I Trying to think of what that's called. Well, I, in my mind, I was like, "Yeah, fine trapeze." Yeah, I was like, "Man, I, I, I so hope they had a rope on his back because if he did that blind, whew, man, that was another issue I had with their quote-unquote love story." Was he, he goes to he goes to grab her hand and then he when the people look, over, I'm assuming it's not his parents, right? They're no, it's just, just some affluent people who are okay. White. Okay, and he's like, uh, uh, and then he and he backs out. That was, that was such a punk move. 100%. But this guy he, sucks. But he stepped up to his parents and was like, "Hey!" But if he would have held service, then she wasn't even there when he stood up to his parents Probably. because mm-hmm. she didn't believe he would stand up for her. Mm-hmm. So, but the yeah, parents got to see him, see her sit at his bedside. Did the parents mm-hmm. see the that? Hospital. I don't. At the hospital. I don't oh, remember seeing. I think his dad his walked in, and him. they were just standing around, like when his he was. And then he cut out real quick. Uh, when they did a wide shot, the dad was there. And he was like, "Oh, was that the dad?" I just assumed it was the other hospital attendees and no, the staff. Dude, dude in all black was the daddy. At the, I at the zoom out, didn't pick up on that. I'd have to go back and uh, watch that to see. Not really. No. Right. Yeah. In the meantime, it was Kyle. Uh, uh, my number two. Your number two line. Fox. Wasn't then? It's fire, it's freedom, it's flying open. It's a picture in the pulpit and your blind devotion. There's something breaking at the brick of every wall. It's holding all that you know. So tell me, do you want to go? So I almost included the next part, but that was like 31 seconds. I was like, I don't want to be the 30 second guy. We already got a thirty second. Yeah. Uh, hey, somebody doesn't want to be the thirty second. But I love, I love the build. This is greatest show. Uh, I love the build that this verse has, and it just explodes into the chorus, and it's very fun. Speaking, speaking of the intro, it's uh, a preacher in the pulpit. Did you guys? The opening was awesome. 
the opening was very good. But did you guys have an issue with hearing and how low his first yes, couple words were? The mixing was not good. It was so odd. I'm not one of these. So I'm not one of these new people who watch everything with captions. So I watch. I don't like watching I'll, musicals with captions. No. Yeah, I don't like watching the music. I'll watch the first run clean, and then if I get a chance to watch it the second time, I'll throw captions yeah. on. But if I'm like wa- listening to the music, I'll have the lyrics and everything. But his, in, I had to throw the captions on because I didn't hear what the heck he was saying. Yeah, the very beginning. In the beginning, yeah, it's very but quiet. When you're watching it and you see him striking those poses, it's you're like, poses. Huh, "Where was that in Lee Miz? <laughs> But yeah, I, I, I it's a completely it different a- movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, when he no place when when from now on started, Liz. I was like, I know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, something I've had to say when we were talking about from now on, when he leaves the bar and he's running at like top no. speed, like <laughs> sprinting, like a freaking Olympic race person like, like an olympic sprint he is running so <laughs> fa- sprinting like a sprint i didn't want to say the same word again olympic uh like a like hundred meter dash or whatever he is running so fast it's He's crazy it. is, and his top hat true. stays on they must have pinned that or something yeah, but no it's nuts yeah. yeah that was a bit much that was, yeah, he sounded like he's running he did there's some valjean sneaking in here yeah this, this, yeah, sure. yeah I was like, ah, that was the, right in my face. Who am I? <laughs> Let me ask Jean you Jean. this before you go to the next line. Yeah. Okay. When you finish the movie, you know how Disney Plus recommends something else? Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Did it recommend Hamilton to all of you again? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I almost watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I, had I was just seen like, it, so. ah, maybe. <laughs> I had just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> knew it was going to come out eventually. <laughs> it was going to come eventually. Oh. Okay. All right. With that being said, here is my number two line. It's- you think it's easy. You think I don't want to run to you. So the dichotomy, yes, the dichotomy between the mountains that are in their way, the obstacles that they are facing, and then even if we were to get past those mountainous problems, those mountainous right, issues, right. after the mountain, there's, there's doors. We can't even get through. There's just places we can't go mm. being right. who Water we value. are in this relationship. So I just love that mm. the juxtaposition of, hey, these big obstacles, even if we are able to deal with those, we can't even deal with some of these smaller things. So, Rick, do you have anything to set up your number two line? No, just go. This is me.
Yeah, just love the way that basically for me that just sums up to find your own lane. People are going to hate eventually. And I think this is good for kids nowadays growing up with social media mm. um, and how people can just be bullies and say what they want to say behind the screen. Things they'll never say to people's faces and how it affects people in this world. So, you know, fuck everyone else. Um, Jesus. Appreciate yourself. You're great the way you are. And um, if someone don't like you, it's their loss. All right. Tell them to kick rocks mm-hmm. with no mm-hmm. shoes on. Jeez. It's aggressive. Break them down to dust. <laughs> <laughs> you liquid? Uh, <laughs> oh. I thought you said I liquid. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> what? I don't even know what you're referring to. That's my fault. Uh, yeah, my number two one. Different recordings. Uh, it's long. case you could tell is other side the zach efron verse and i just love how this is the complete counter to uh pt barnum's first verse where he's trying to get him to leave his old ways he's like you don't like this anyway come join me and have fun and he just like counters every point he's like nope i'm fine not in a cage i like this life screw you and i thought it was fun i love that chorus in general and it was also my number one song. And I'll tell you, that was my number four line. Mm. Almost oh, I love I love that part of it. So yeah, maybe we the complete add, counter like, is the complete just, counter. Just, it was fun. Yeah. But not even that. Like the Hugh, Hughes character, PT is like <laughs> trying to. He's, I'm not trying to say he's gonna be. He's not being sleazy with it, but he's right, trying right. to. And this guy's like, I don't care what you say. Yeah. I'm not good yeah, at fine. what I do, but I still get to hang out with all these people. <laughs> he's not oh, no. good at what he's, he does? He's not good at a play, right? His plays suck. They do? I don't, he says it himself. He said it, he said he it like said eight it times. Himself. He said yeah. they sucked? Yeah. I thought he was no. more or less saying like he they, didn't they, like... People didn't care was... about content, so he just put out anything because they're going to go and see it because oh. of his name. So he was like, I don't care. It sucks. Because he had no passion, no joy. And he's yeah, literally sitting there. He just there. did it because he could. Yeah, yeah, he's literally sitting there saying, yeah, I, I know I don't like these things, but this is what it affords me. I thought he was more or less saying, like, I, I what I'm doing, like, has no life to it. Like, it's soulless in a way. And these people are just going to consume it regardless. And he hated that fact of it. But I didn't think he was saying, like, he was saying that sucked. I didn't think he was saying the actual work sucked. No, he literally said the content was horrible. <laughs> oh, must have missed that. I do remember that. Yeah. That's, right. their, that's their encounter in outside of the play. Outside of the thing where he's standing outside, he walks up to him and introduces himself. All right, I guess I have to. Yeah, he's like, I'm this. sorry you had to see that. Yeah, he's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, guess, I thought it, it was, was just like the up, crap. uppity societal <laughs> difference type of thing. I didn't. Well, I like the way you remembered it because you liked it. So, <laughs> not rewatch it with a different lens and come out perplexed. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize. I didn't realize at all. 
So, yep. Um, is it my? It's my turn because that was Kyle's <laughs> song. So, my number one line is. So that is my number one line coming from the greatest show. Uh, I love this line. Show one, it just sounds just. I always almost say the greatest show, man. Uh, It just sounds great, Um, and I feel like tying it up because it's the last thing we see him say in the initial part, and it's when we get to hear it again at the end. He's, oh, sorry, he's effectively. Saying that, you know, he's been living with these eyes bigger than a stomach situation and he keeps pursuing all these different things and everything he's ever wanted, everything he's ever needed to feel whole is been right in front of him, whether it be the people surrounding him that he's started this whole thing with or his family, his wife and his kids. So I really ah. loved that uh, message from this these these few lines so and he's it's a full oh, you replaced to and acquiesce to these people uh, in this high ah, society that he's living in and that looks down upon him because of where he came from the people he's associated with and um, I mean his upbringing not having the money and the wealth and the status that these people have had all their lives speaking of the scene where he was a Taylor son, but speaking of the scene where he has uh, the kid, the, his his yeah. father in law, his mother in law, yeah, that was where good. they come to see good. the champagne that was room, a scene. Yeah. <laughs> and he fucking, I did like that. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love a good vengeful character. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, now you want to? <laughs> you want to see? You want to see your grandkids that you can't see that you live next, next door, door to? <laughs> like, yeah, to shove oh, it in their gosh. face. What a, what like, a wicked turnaround. Uh, so, ooh, I love a good revenge factor. <laughs> love a good revenge factor. <laughs> I don't think it's by him. All right, I think it's time for Rick's number one. Hit it. Just the lyrics, I just felt like it was basically that's what she's. I mean, it's the same lyric she sang to him as that's a kid. Said. Eventually, <laughs> it is. No, she to him as a kid. <clears throat> okay, more or less, not for her singing, <laughs> but like what she's implied when they were talking. Okay, like she doesn't like even when she left, she wasn't mad that what he did is just the fact that you know what you did this without me knowing it. Like we can fail together, mm. but like I've always had your back. 
regardless of what you were trying to do. I was going to say, am I the one that realized not until the end that apparently he put his house up as uh, collateral? No. I, um, like I, I, for a second okay, there, right. I was starting yeah, no. to think that he, he lost his house due to. Uh, I thought he was. I thought he lost his house due to the infidelity. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's in the. It's like, in the deed for some the? reason. <laughs> no, I think that's what. Um, like when he went to tell him he was leaving. Um, can't remember Zach Efron's character's name. Carmine Carlisle. Um, something like that. Right? He was basically telling him, uh, "Hey." It's Philip gonna, Carlisle. Yeah, it's costing you, you so much. Like, he's basically saying you're mortgaging everything. Yeah, you're mortgaging your home, the this the company they're in for this tour. And he's like, you know, it's gonna take you 40 shows. And he's like, 41. 41. I did the math. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like he knows he he knows what he's risking. But like he said himself, he's Gotta been gambling his whole life to try to make it. And this yeah. was the one that didn't pay off because he stuck to this one moral code he had, which was it's all about the money. It was yeah. paying off because until that whole situation happened where he didn't, she had the unrequited love and he was like, hold on, this is not what it's about. Yeah. It I was had, paying off. I had a big issue because I just wanted him to be like, you, you've seen my kids. Like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> like, this is ridiculous, lady. Settle she down. Sucked. Yeah, she so, she more or less sucked, yeah. But she set him up with that kiss, though. <laughs> like, uh, she did set him up. With she that knew kiss. it was coming. That was messed up. <laughs> as soon as oh. it happened, I was like, "Dang, there it goes!" And he tried to go home like nothing. Where are they showed papers? like a million photographers. There. Like, <laughs> they did the flash, the flash bulbs. Yeah, it was like thirteen. Just in case you missed it, there's a hundred everything scares. like. I thought I swore, and then, but and then, but it was in the paper as an illustration. Oh, he, tried. <laughs> <laughs> he really did. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> the newspaper oh, guy has to inform him via the uh, the latest update. Like, oh, 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 yo, your life's about to come That's crashing so down. That's so confusing. Is they had so many cameras that all these cameras and it's an and then they still had like an illustration. It's probably because so they all took the picture at the same time and just brighted out each other. And oh, they're like, yeah, ah, we got the outline. Like That's flash. all we need is the outline of this guy. Oh, <laughs> one of those police sketch artists to fill in the rest and everything. Like, geez, sick. Oh boy, <laughs> he was. All right, I think it's time now for the artist spotlight. The certain artist on the artist. The artist. Spotlight. All right, let's switch it up. We've been doing Kyle, then Rick, then or Kyle, Rick, me, then Rick. However, but I'm saying words. We're gonna go Rick first. Rick, go ahead. Character. Character. My favorite performer was Keila C. Settle, aka Letty yes. Lutz, aka the bearded lady. The bearded um, lady. So a little little nugget for you on. Keela. Ooh. You know, she was in a little play called Les Mis as the oh. madam. The madam? And she also was Just on the a madam. Madam Thea, whatever her name is, I can't pronounce. Les Mis? Who's the madam, madam in Les Mis? Madam Theodarn, whatever the lady name is. The one that was married to Sasha Baron Cohen. 
Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. I don't know how to pronounce the, it. The innkeeper. The, innkeeper. Or the, the, the master of the house. Yes. Right. The master of the her house. Name was, yes. Her name is Madern Theodarn. Thenardier. Thenardier. So she played her. Good job. And she Got was it. also in a TV special. The madam implies something very it's different. Completely Not the madam. That's why I was confused. They were madam. I understand now. You said the madam. Do not put two and two together. <laughs> and she was also in Rent Live. So two things oh. we covered. Not well, hmm. not Rent Live, but Rent. We cover Rent. We did we cover Rent. We avoided the live one. Uh, Rent Live was the the TV special. The TV special. Yeah. Yes. She's also going to be in Wicked Part mm-hmm. One. I see. So yeah, and my favorite character, Philip Carlyle. Oh. His character arc from the. Zef Efron, the guy who was kind of ashamed to be with these people because he was so snobby. Eventually, these became his people. Yes. Um, he he turned his, his back people. on everything. Like, what's his name? Uh, PT was trying to gain everything. Eventually, he gave up everything yeah. to be mm-hmm. um, a part of this family. The family point. he was not, he, he just wanted the cut at first. So, 10%. Yeah, I liked his development. Yeah, he he definitely True. had a progression from the beginning to the end, integrating himself in this. Uh, yeah. um, Kyle, Kyle, let's go to you next. For performer, I'll go with Zac Efron. Why not? Okay. Uh, again, he always surprises me, even though I shouldn't be surprised anymore. <laughs> of the things he can sing and dance. He's a He's good, a entertaining guy. It's a bit of a show. And uh, character, ugh, I don't know. I guess Zendaya as Ann Wheeler, the acrobat slash trapeze artist slash Philip's love interest. I'm just reading. <laughs> just reading. Because <laughs> I knew all of that. I knew her name. I definitely knew her name. Uh, <laughs> Does I, like I, I don't know. Just none of these characters struck me. So I'll go with her because she was just like so chill. She was just like, ah, eh, fuck it. Her brother checked Zach Efron. When he first he started looking at her. Speaking of brother. <laughs> I was like, what? Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, who has become a much bigger star than he was at this point. I don't think he has a line in this movie. <laughs> I think he has one. He might have a line, but he's like so much more in the background. And again, he checks Zac Efron when like they first meet. He does a lot of stern, stern looking. Yeah, yeah a lot of stern but, looking. But uh, very good actor. Check out the things that he's in. But Candyman yeah, he's kind of there. Yeah, it's just kind right. of there at this point. So I think there has to be a way for us to like ambulance. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> there has to be a way for us to spotlight like one person that like blows us because this happens every once in a while, um, and it's happening here. We're like Zach Efron. We're all like discovering not discovering for the first time but like rediscovering like wow we all like this guy and he's kind of like killing in this role um like aside from i don't know how to actually say it because we're kind of doing with the performer and the character but like when we all agree upon one person in a film and it's like okay like this person exceeded all expectations we had going into it all together and with that being said i'm going to do uh i'm gonna do a little two for here i do it all the time yeah Uh-oh. so i'm gonna uh, pull a rick uh, my favorite performer is gonna be alfred. lauren alfred 
Lauren what? Lauren Allred. Allred? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Looks yes. like all. Where are those glasses, man? Uh, those, glass, those, those glasses. Those glasses. Are are <laughs> I, I see them leaning or uh, in an Uber somewhere. That's where those glasses are. But Lauren Allred and Ziff 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 Zaffman. Remember, these are his two favorite performers. Hey, look, I didn't say I was gonna, you know, nail the pronunciation of their names, but these two, these two performers. I mean, destroyed as far as their their singing performances going. You know, covering for not covering, but in place of these the actors that were actually performing as the, the characters um lauren alred as jenny lynn and ziv ziv zaffman as uh young barnum but um yeah they they were just insane performances and then for character um wow. oh he's doing it i think i would go pt barnum did the thing from where he started to where he ended up and i, I like the the ride of the character um, seeing the progression of him Sounds as like a song. you know, uh, yeah. Sounds like, like you gave Zach, Zach Efron and PT because I was like, I thought you started off with character. No, no, <laughs> no. I was, I was with the Zach Efron thing. I was just saying, like, when there's a consensus type of thing, just giving um, like a, a special award. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would have just caught the hiccups, but um, <laughs> like, oh, Kira Knightley, who knew? Like, that yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's always one of those. There's always one that huh. like, just blows us that. all, and we consensusly say, "Like, yo, this person really did that their as thing. a. We should have that as a, a category. Uh, <laughs> Most surprising. No, it's, <laughs> a, it's in. We'll, we'll keep it in this in this section. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, I remember yeah. it. I'll ask it anyways. And here's where Rick usually asks uh, for favorite scenes. So, so you might as well ask. Yep. Uh, let's go favorite scenes, guy? Rick. Well, let's go you to you. Rick. Uh, what was your favorite scene? My favorite of all is still is the opening. Okay, um, wow. that opening with Even the you can't hear him. It's not. It's not so much about hearing. <laughs> I don't really care about hearing him. The hearing, it's just not hearing. The, the opening the, that's foreshadowing. It's the level of poise and confidence he has in his movements. That's a look back. You are. You love this guy again. I do. With the poses. I, I love some movements, man. <laughs> Especially when you don't expect to see it. Um, but I do like the, the the brother checking was funny. Um, <laughs> that was very funny. And the fight scene when they just ran out and the wolf guy just hit the guy with the little spinny move like around his <laughs> neck and like <laughs> dog boy. Yeah. I was like, damn, dog boy just did the thing that they do in wrestling. Hey, he's a dog with boy. that little leg cross, <laughs> Hurricane Rana. So yeah, there were a lot of good scenes. The bar scene with the drinking. okay, all right, settle one down. One after man. another. Hey, do, do, do any of us get to go? Hey, Jesus I, I, you should never let me go first. I figure you can. Know I get that a scene in? Jesus. That's Joe's fault. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, I don't want to pick it because it wasn't my number one song and number one line, but I will give a shout out to the other side. The choreography there is very fun, and I love when in the third chorus when the bartender starts dancing too. Very fun. <laughs> Uh, you can see him in the background there. Um, but my real favorite scene, uh, I liked uh, uh, "Rewrite the Stars." That was a fun little dance. Why not? Yeah. Uh, a lot of green screen in that scene. Doesn't matter. The whole movie's green screen. I didn't see the green, so it didn't bother me. A lot of green so screen going on there. I did not see uh, the green, 
like an RRR, so it did not bother me. Didn't bother me. And I'll give another shout out to R looks so much better in this movie. <laughs> Another shout out to him full full run sprinting at the at the end. No, no, there's, it's very fun. We're not gonna get into our please. That's that's I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than this movie. Uh, my favorite scene uh, has been said with both of you guys. The yeah. bar scene for me. Uh, okay, I didn't want to pick it for a third time. Is no, my favorite. I, I get it. I get it. I just love the bar scene, though. I mean, it was again kind of like this is me when I saw it. When I saw the bar scene, I was like, "Oh, oh, really? This is my favorite scene." Uh, the bartender oh, wow. was like rocking it the entire time, not just well. The, he's doing that, but chorus. like when he's doing that stuff, but like he actually starts dancing with them, like by the time yeah, they he starts agree. dancing with them. Yeah, he's the like third, part of the choreography the third time around, but he's but he's going chairs, nuts with the, with the shot glasses. Sweeping, yeah, sure. he's yeah. doing shots, like he's stacking things yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, you're right. Him and uh, when he oh, him sweeps and, up the peanuts. Yeah, he sweeps yeah, up yeah. the peanuts. Him and Hugh Jackman. Are I don't know if that was like, him or someone else, but yeah. connecting and everything. It, it was it was yeah, a, it was true. amazing. Um, that right. was a really good scene to me. So. All right, now it's time for the time game. I used to say I live my life a quarter mile at a time. We are the time haters of the brunch. Bad time. Looks like you're running out of time. This is where Kyle explains the time game and Rick does the time game. Well, I'm explaining not the time game because we're doing the Metacritic game. Oh, geez. The Metacritic because game, Metacritic sorry. is a site that compiles uh, reviews and scores from all around the internet into an average of 0 to 100, and Joe and I are going to try to guess the score of the film, The Greatest Showman, and this is where which Rick knows, yes. and we do not. And Kyle currently holds the lead, 9 to mm-hmm. 6, with one tie, okay. and Joe will pick a football player's number will. and say it early. That <laughs> oh my god, I almost sent it to Joe. Hang on. Alright, I have submitted mine. I'm going with Terrell Owen on Terrell Owens on the Eagles. <laughs> wow. I know why Rick's laughing. What's happening? Why is he laughing? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know who we got I Jerry have. Rice versus Terrell Owens. Jerry Rice's yeah. 80. Yes. And one was a better uh, 80. 80. 80. Oh. Whoa. We have 80 and 81. 80 and 81. I could have went rising, but I figured more people. So we got a one point swing here. One oh. up oh, or down. Yeah. And, and it's you all wicked. swung way too far. Oh, Remember how no. you said oh. people loved it and hated it? Oh well, yeah, no, Kyle did. I said that. So okay. we won't name like we won't name other critic places. But when I reviewed all the critical responses, it flowed the critic same place. exact oh, way. Goodness. Where some critical critic scores were raving it, I'm and lose others were hating. It. And I'm not even talking about the one Kyle hates. Oh, <laughs> I thought that's what you were talking about. Uh, I was gonna put Lane Johnson, Ooh. but I did it oh, last week. I feel like. What's the, what's the Even if you went Lane Johnson, you would still be too I high. Really? <laughs> wow, really? The hell is Oh my goodness. 48. What? For 48? Jeez. 
<laughs> almost <laughs> literally yeah, down the middle. Literally. literally. Daniel Briere. We got a Daniel Briere in our Yeah, hands. literally. Darren Sproles. On this. That's crazy. But, yeah. If you, that's why I said, like, if you look at other people. He's 43, I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say. <laughs> other groups, part. they literally gave it, like, A's and like, high this, high that. But then you see Metacritic, and you're like, man, these people hated it. They were split down the middle. <laughs> that's, that's crazy, <laughs> yo. Yeah. The, Nearly a 50-50 split. That's insane. Yeah, what, oh, no. what's the record again? It, you I did? said it was 9-6 to six with one tie. Now it's 10-6. Oh, okay. Now it's 10 to 6. So I've won two in a row. Yep. That lead is growing. I would like Moving to retract Danny Bray was 48. I'm sorry. This is 46. It was, it was 48. It was 48. Oh. What the hell? What am I doing? My I threw you off with Darren Sproles. Yeah, you did. Damn it. I had Sproles on the brain after you got Sproles wrong. I was like, it's ah. 43. Oh, my goodness. That is 48. Wicked. Okay. All right. Well, let's wow. see if we have any comments from the company. People leave weird comments. Some comments. Go on social media and read the comments. We got company. We have no comments. Uh, yes. Uh, Kyle. Huh? Sorry. Sorry. Said your name. Which is me. Uh, if you want to leave a comment from the company, go check out our Twitter and Instagram. Well. That's at who does a pod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, or you can check out our pinned tweet on Twitter to get to the Discord to kick it with the other folks and get intimately, you know, uh, the lowdown inside secret scoops and whatnot. Again, that's at who does a pod on Twitter and Instagram and check out the pinned tweet on Twitter. Kyle. Hey, check out our posts because we both say what our next episode is and that's where you can leave comments and you can also leave comments to the Discord. So check it out. You'll always know what movie we're doing next. But anyway, we are part of the Anulo Network. Go to anulo.co to check out all the other great shows that Joe and I and others are on. You can also go there to check out our merch page. Merch! Because we got shirts. Shirts! You go to shop.anulo.co to check those out. And speaking of the shirts, if you buy a shirt in every color, (laughs) you will win the Handboy Challenge. Which means... And if you win the Handboy Challenge, I hope you live in the continental United States because that's the only way I can complete this task. I will run out of my place, catch an Amtrak, uh, full speed, top hat on top of the dome, grab it, hop on, and meet you at the next Amtrak station. And there we can do all 11 songs of The Greatest Showman. We do 46 songs from Hamilton. It's illegal to hop trains. Kyle just said that. I'll reveal how I know this already. Um, and then we can, if 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 you want, we can do uh, all four. Uh, oh my god! Nineteen tracks of uh, TV and TV season two by Headphone Joe No Ono E in the phone. If you go to <laughs> JoeDorval.com, just get one of every shirts. You complete the Headphone Joe yep. challenge. Um, don't forget to check me out on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorval. That's Twitter and Instagram. At Joe Dorville. Um, yeah. Kyle, where can we find you on the socials? Uh, you can see me doing nothing at VT Loader on Twitter. Uh, Rick, where do we find you? Back here in two weeks. Yes. That's right. Because in two weeks, we will be doing Chicago. Uh, that is the next movie on the list, starring Catherine Zetas Jones, Queen Latifah. Yes, Chicago available on HBO Max. A Best Picture winner, really? 
a Best Picture winner. Mm. Did not know this new information. So we will be covering that. Alrighty. Richard Gere, Renee Zellweger, John C. Riley. John C. Riley. And I did see this a big one cast. Live. Anyone did. cared? The play version. The play version, yes. Version. Okay. Yes. So we awesome. can one of my tap into plays. that. I didn't the, see uh, Hamilton, but the next one. Yeah. Did not see Hamilton, yes. So me and Kyle we will. Just saw Hamilton. Um <laughs> but yeah. I've been your host, Headphone Joe, and I've been here with his right hand man and left. I thought you were gonna do the other thing, Kyle. <laughs> what? I thought you were gonna say Kyle. <laughs> Five, Bam! Seven, eight. It is three thirty AM Eastern Standard Time. Is it still standard time? I don't know what is what once daylight savings is over or starts. But if you're listening to this, if you made it to the very end, you will hear the secret that this episode was. So I did not want to sully a great episode by both Kyle and Rick. As you obviously heard, they crushed it. Um, but my recording messed up. Both of the times that we attempted to do this and their recordings were perfect. So uh, it, this will live in lore. The episode where Joe had to re-record on top of the recordings of Rick and Kyle. Uh, I thank them for being the professionals they are in hitting the record button and not having any audio issues like I had in the second recording that recorded, but was just littered with audio issues. But um, it was too great to like discard or try to re-record. So uh, I tried my best. I tried my best.